Hey everyone, thanks for listening into the Boudoir Podcast, where we will uncover my boudoir photography experience. Don't mind the pun. Uh, in this podcast, you'll get hints and tips from models and photographers' point of view, uh, and, and really based on my own experience. So if you can like or share this podcast on all your socials, or from my socials, that'd be greatly appreciated. Let's uh, break the stereotypes and get into it. Okay, welcome everyone. So just want to say a warm welcome to Pink Effervescent to the podcast. She is a Melbourne-based model and has uh, close to 4,500 followers. And her uh, Instagram profile says sundresses, warm weather, and cats. Um, She also specialises in faceless modelling. So welcome, Pink Effervescent. Well, thank you for having me. Fantastic, fantastic. So, um, so yeah, so I guess uh, just for the podcast listeners, um, I really wanted to kind of delve into this idea around faceless modelling and um, really just wanted to get some background um, kind of, you know, uh, knowledge about yourself. When, when did you start modelling and what made you kind of want to take up this kind of theme of faceless modelling? Uh, well, I started modeling like uh, near the end of uh, COVID lockdown in 2020. So I think around October-ish. Um, and, you know, modeling was kind of like what I was kind of partly doing, but not not properly. I wasn't, you know, seeing any um, photographers. It was very easy to take photos of yourself faceless. Um, yeah. But the faceless thing really came about because I'm a really private person. So while I, while I love social media and I love being able to share things, I also want to know that like things that are nearest and dearest to me are just mine. And I don't have to share them, um, yep. you know, like my family and things like that. So I kind of, and I love that I can walk down the street and I don't have to worry. Someone's going to be like, I know you, you're on the internet. Um, yeah. I think I'd be, I would be so uncomfortable with that. I'd be like, oh my gosh, I look horrible today. Please don't look at me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, look, I, I definitely know the feeling uh, coming, uh, coming from Perth to Melbourne. Perth is a very small uh, kind of town, and uh, I just by the by the end of my uh, stay there, I just couldn't go anywhere without people noticing me. And um, I've got a very noticeable face and uh, or recognisable <laughs> face. And uh, yeah, I definitely definitely know the feeling. Yeah, yeah, it's way too intimidating for me. I love my privacy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And um, so, what what kind of style of photo shoots do you really enjoy doing? I, re- I really, really like the, the themed styled ones that I've done. So when you and I did the laundry themed one, I had a lot of fun with that. Uh, when Electra and I did the Little Red Riding Hood, I really do like it when it's like, this is an idea. I'm not just taking photos. Because um, yeah. I kind of get really like psyched up for it. and I like imagine what they're going to look like in my head. And they usually get quite close, actually. Um, the photographers do a great job. So yeah. Yeah. that's nice. <laughs> Yeah, that's great. It's always good when uh, when you, you can have an idea on a particular theme and then when you execute it, everything kind of falls into place. Yeah, it, it, and it, just, it looks so good and you're like, <laughs> yes, I love this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so um, what, what's been the best shoot that you've ever been on? Like of all the shoots that you've done, like which one would you say has kind of um, been the best? I don't know. I, like they've all, they've all been 
different and like the like photographer's personality comes through in that so I had one recently where they were very like put your arm like this and this and this and I actually really like direction um yeah. where other people are very free and you're like just, like you're like just move just find it naturally um yeah. so I think it's always different and they've always like every photographer has their their qualities that are really great and like some that you prefer over others and things like that so I don't know I like realistically all the photographers I've shot with so far I've really enjoyed I've yeah, only had good positive experiences. Yeah, right. I, I, I guess that's that's kind of um, really good to know because every photographer uh, will have their different style and their different methods in in the way that they kind of produce their images. And um, you know, not every single photographer is the same, and not every single model is the same. So it's good that yeah. you've had had a great experience with all of them so far. Well, I imagine it's the same for you with models where you go like, I don't necessarily have a favorite model because every model gives me something different to work with. Um, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, I imagine it works both ways. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And um, uh, I guess uh, who inspires you in the photography, photography field, like either a model or a photographer, do you have anyone in particular that you enjoy, um, you know, following and seeing their images? Well, it's going to sound biased, but I really enjoy Luna Starchild's stuff because I think she's, when she does a shoot, she's very creative. Um, and I don't think it's a very like classically creative, which I think my mind is. I think hers is very abstract. So when yeah. she takes an idea and she really changes it and I don't know, she does amazing stuff with her shoots and I'm always excited to see what she's going to do with it because she'll tell me the idea and I'll be like, oh yeah, and kind of think of something ends up completely different how I thought it was going to be. Um, yeah, right. So I'm always glad to see her stuff. Yep, yep, fantastic. And um, do you have any other shoots lined up, uh, you know, in the next couple of weeks? Uh, no, I think I did this three, <laughs> three weeks straight, like one a, one a week. And now I've like dried up my resources for a bit. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm sure it'll come in waves, I guess. Yeah, 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 totally, totally. And with uh, with the weather kind of getting uh, a lot cooler here in Melbourne, it's, uh, you know, outside shoots are going to be quite limited unless, of course, you enjoy the cold weather. Which we know I don't. Um, yeah. Not an option. <laughs> <laughs> so true, so true. Um, awesome. All right. Well, I know you, uh, when we were kind of like organising uh, organizing this interview, uh, you, you had a couple of questions for me as well. Um, and so, you know, I guess the, that first question is, what challenges uh, did you have to overcome when photographing a faceless model? Um, <clears throat> I guess as, as a photographer, you know, what, what's interesting is... Um, you're having to go back to basics and having to go back and look at composition and how can you get uh, the right types of angles or the right types of lines when you're not uh, photographing someone's face. And that's, that's always, always really quite interesting because, um, you know, you can, you can do so many different things uh, either with a face or without a face. It's just about the angles that you can, you can take. Yeah, well, I just think, like, it must be hard shooting someone who doesn't have eyes because eyes are incredibly captivating in photos. So it must be such a weird experience being like, I can't use that, which is such a strong, beautiful part of anyone's face, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And, and yeah, you're exactly right. Eyes are such a strong feature in any, any type of photo. 
Um, but you know, I think I think there are there are other things that can be photographed. It doesn't necessarily have to be the face. It can be like uh, body parts, like hands, feet. You know, you could be doing a particular action. Um, there was that shot that um, we did with uh, you on the couch, having your your kind of red hair flowing behind you, and you're kind of doing the hair flick. Like I always really enjoy that that type of imagery. Um, but uh, yes, yeah, so I guess, um, and then the, the other question you had was, uh, did it force you to grow in any way as a photographer? Absolutely, it, it definitely um, definitely pushes you to think more creatively and go, going back to the basics. Um, and, you know, taking into account all of the different uh, skills that you have in terms of communication, you know, how to use your camera properly, um, you know, and, and, and just being able to get get into the right position. And, and as I say, there's, um, you know, in order to create great images, models have to be in an uncomfortable position, but then photographers yeah. also have to be in an uncomfortable position as well to get, to get a different angle or a different perspective. I'll actually say that I don't think shoots when I've done with you that I've ever been in a situation where I'm going, oh man, I'm in a lot of pain here. Um, I actually feel like my body is in a more natural form in photos with you. I think your photos are very sensual and for that reason I'm much more comfortable. You know, it's much easier to be sensual because my body's not in physical pain. Um. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Um, well, look, uh, again, thank you for joining the podcast um, and uh you know, I think um, I think a lot of people, uh, you know, models and photographers can certainly consider um, doing faceless uh, portraits or faceless shots um, because it is it is a, a whole different genre that can be quite uh, mysterious and quite emotion evoking as well. And um, yeah, I just like to thank thank you for your time and um, uh, thanks listeners for listening in. <laughs> Thanks, I'm Andrew, thank you. <laughs>